Welcome to Sports, 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 the thousands and billions of sports, apparently, from Park Place Arts in beautiful Anderson, Indiana. Actually, it's not. We're actually in remote, not even quarantine locations, because COVID's not real. We're out in the public. We're, we're, we're living our lives. We're just remote. Licking doorknobs. We're remote. We got uh, the exclamation point, the passionate one, Reed. Good evening. Uh, you got the question mark, me, the man who cares nothing about sports. My name is Rowdy. Hello. And we have a long pause, but not quite a full stop. The M-Dash, Big City Adam, direct from New York City. hey How's it no, going? You're to, no, you're supposed to say New York City. New York City? <laughs> yeah. Don't worry. I'll, Pace I'll, Picante. I'll edit Get that all together so you'll, it'll be flawless. <laughs> yeah. Seamless. Yeah. Um, I miss those lynching jokes in my salsa commercials. <laughs> You know, there aren't there aren't enough of those That's anymore true. for my liking. Man, <laughs> well, gentlemen, is it episode two eighty five? It is. All right, I got the dishwasher the running here. So audio quality, I'm <laughs> oh, sure, yeah. is just stellar. Hold on, let me go turn on my HVAC real quick. Yeah, I did turn that off, but uh, yeah, how we doing? <laughs> doing good, man. Doing pretty good. I just took a fourteen year old uh, allergy pill, so we're gonna see how this okay. goes. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's it good that go really we're well. like on a live video stream with you. So if we see you start to, yeah, just call the paramedics. Swell up or fall over or whatever. Yeah. But tell them to knock first, would you? Yeah. What's your address, by the way? <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, I'll edit it out. Yeah. <laughs> what's yeah, your just, uh, so, the just in team. case? Yeah. What's your social security number? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to make sure I'm prepared. Oh my. Give me all the inf- information off your uh, medical bracelet. Your <laughs> what do they call it? Life alert medical bracelet. <laughs> oh man! Oh man! Uh, I got two bird encounters. Ooh, okay, let's hear it. Right we, do we don't have top? to go right into birds. I don't want to just up to you know it? jump. Yeah. What do, do you, you got, Big? Do you want to warm up to it by talking about uh, daylight savings for ten to thirty minutes? Oh, my God. <laughs> this is always the worst week of the year. Rowdy, I'm off for a whole that? week. I'm uh, off for a whole week. I was, I was off. I was off Monday for sure. I was dragging. I've been, I feel like I've been dragging this week. Yeah. Yeah. Why is it that it makes such a... It's one hour, but it makes a huge difference. Yeah. It's because of the light, I, I mean, I guess. Well, I think that's part it's, of it, yeah. It well, also, like, ruins that Sunday. Right, like every it like just feels like you're you're losing time on Sunday, then that just rolls into the week, and then you're just feeling behind. They should make it well. It doesn't matter. It might not matter anymore once we get some things signed off on and just stay wherever. But they should have made it a holiday where you got that Monday off to just sort of recalibrate. Yeah. Now I think I informed you guys. I saw on our colleague's show, the Dan Patrick show, uh, must have been Monday after daylight savings. They had this professor from UVA, a biology professor, talking about daylight saving time. Mm-hmm. And I was always informed it was because of the farm farmers, right? Yeah. I never really understood why it was for the farmers, because don't they get up before the sun anyway? <laughs> they, I mean, but they should. It, good farmers do. Yeah, according right? to Jimmy Dean. Yeah, real yeah. farmers. Real farmers do. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was... It was uh, established during World War One. It was called wartime. Oh, and they changed the why don't time. we call it that? 
I know. If you told <laughs> me, it was, it was, hey, we gotta we gotta set our clocks back because it's wartime. Because we're moving war to wartime. Yeah. That, they did it to save coal, so there would be more daylight and that people wouldn't have to burn their lights oh. as long when they were making all the tanks and bombs and poison gas we were using in uh, huh. Europa. That's wild. Yeah. Yeah. I, wartime. Did we always think that just because like? Does everyone think it's farmers, or is it just yeah. maybe it's from the just Midwest? a Midwest thing? Yeah, I don't know. maybe but it is just a Midwest thing. But these same people are the ones who told us not to touch birds. So look how that's, that's working. <laughs> well, that's true. I still don't touch birds. Yeah. No way, dude. Yeah, daylight savings is because of farmers. Don't touch birds. We all have Native Americans in our lineage. Yeah, yeah. Cherokee. Well, yeah, well, oh, yeah, you're great. Specifically, great, great, great we're Cherokee, Cherokee, right? Cherokee. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's just a lot of things you. You know, learn being in the Midwest. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they enacted World War One, then quit, then put it back into effect in World War Two, and then quit, and then I think it became permanent sometimes in the sometime in the seventies. Hmm. Except wild. for Indiana Except and Arizona. For Indiana, I was gonna say right. we we held out for a right. long, long time. We fought. And out. now Arizona is the only one that holds we're out. really kind of the most pacifist state, really, if you think about it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it balanced out our heavy <laughs> eugenics programs in the 20s that we did not do daylight savings. Well, so we kind of, that well, balanced us out. You, yeah, six and that's of one, the thing. Right? When you're doing eugenics, yeah. you kind of want to do that under the cover of darkness anyway. So <laughs> right. yeah, so it's, a, it's the better like, time oh, to do it. Oh, really? Like, the, it's going to be daylight longer in the summertime? Well, that's peak. Uh, freak right. finding hours. So <laughs> <Right>. uh, <laughs> huh. It's when you find all the best freaks. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. That's awesome. But no, this is the worst. I saw that they voted in the Senate to keep permanent daylight savings time. Now it's going to the House. I hope they reject it. And I will do permanent standard time. I'll do permanent right. war time. <laughs> See, but that's the same as daylight saving. Well, I, and I guess we haven't really been at war since, what, Korea? Yeah, there's been zero war. Um, officially, so... Since <laughs> What the uh, the all the Middle East stuff were those just conflicts? Yeah, we've never. I don't think we've had. Uh, I don't think we've had an official war, decla- declaration of war. Yeah, Vietnam I know was not, and I'm I'm I would assume all the uh, Iraq stuff was not. Af- was Afghanistan not a war? The war on terror. I, on terror. Yeah, actually, we, uh, we mission accomplished that one real quick, didn't we? Yeah, it only took what twenty one years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, World War II. Management. World War II was the last one. Okay. The last one. Wow. Left. The last official declaration of war. So it's been uh, 80 years. Everything Over else has years. been an undeclared war. Oh, so we're so, we're uh So if you don't say ba- it it doesn't count. Right. Basically. So you could <laughs> and, and the Korean War was authorized by the UN Security Council. Um, and funded no, by Oh, that's Congress. how we started. So that's Korean That's how we started getting and around that. And that's the same as the Persian Gulf War. Mm. Uh, but it, that's all lumped in with, like, Libya, Bosnia, uh Oh, yeah, I forgot Haiti. about Bosnia. The Iraq, quote-unquote, war, the, quote-unquote, war on terror, um, those were all... Um, Illegal. Th- those were all, <laughs> yeah, un- undeclared wars. So you could you yeah. could lump those in with like the uh, the Barbary Wars against the Barbary pirates that Thomas Jefferson 
and James Madison authorized. Oh, I forgot about that war. Yeah. Yep. That's kind of like the American version of um, the British war that Prince Andrew was in and got injured so he doesn't sweat anymore. Oh, yeah. So he, he couldn't have been on <laughs> Epstein Island because he doesn't sweat. Uh-huh. Uh, what was that? The Falkland War. Falkland. Falkland oh, Islands, sure. yeah. It's like yeah, 72 yeah. hours or whatever. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> and he got injured. What kind of injury do you think you have to sustain to where you don't sweat? I don't know, but I'd yeah. love to have it. <laughs> sign, sign me up for whatever that well, is. Well, head to the Falklands and just try to yeah. ta- try yeah. to take it from him. Just Providing it doesn't make me have any of the other now. inclinations that he has. So or head down to Christmas Cove in the USVI and see see what's cracking like. <laughs> yeah, that's true. No, just go down to Argentina and start just spouting off, uh, <laughs> and, and see what happens. You, pro- I mean, you probably that you live I'm in here to you live off. in. Uh, New York City, you've probably got Argent- Argentines walking around oh, uh, everywhere. everywhere. Right? So just, yeah, slight them. Find them here and just start ask your, them. Start your own Falklands <laughs> conflict. And slight then them. Or next I thing you know, you're not going to be sweating. Maybe it's just a technique they know that I could ask them without trying to start a conflict. You know, maybe they just have some insider information. Like, hey. Well, that's true. Hey, can you give me the ins and outs on your, uh, your anti-sweat super weapon? Yeah. I mean, that maybe was, it's that just was, elevation. Well, it could be. I mean, that was like the 80s equivalent of the, uh, um, uh, what's the Havana syndrome or whatever. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was the CIA, huh? Yeah. I mean, more than likely. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, the Argentine, the Argentine, or Argentines, however they want to, I, uh, no disrespect if I'm, saying your name wrong, but I've never Argenti- known Ar- which but one Argentina is. is full of Nazis. Um, right. We no all disrespect, know this. No disrespect, but, but they're to the uh, brim of Nazis. Operation Paperclip, you know, all, and the rat line. Right. All those, right. all those, not, well, basically the Nazi scientists we couldn't grab. Uh, <laughs> and the Russians didn't grab. They went there and started grab. developing their anti-sweat super weapons. And yeah. so I think. High in the Andes. Got to get to the bottom of that. Yeah. Got to figure yeah. it out. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> they don't sweat down there, I guess. Did you realize that all of South America is east of the Mississippi River? Hmm. No, I no, didn't. I didn't Isn't realize that. Interesting. That. Yeah. yeah, that is interesting. I mean, provided yeah. it's true. You just it told is. me you've got you no. Look you at didn't a cite anything. Look at a globe. Hmm. Who was that made by? Um. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Globe makers. Yeah. Cartographers. Mm-hmm. America, what's it, what was his name? Americo Vespucci or something like that? <laughs> I mean, I like your pronunciation there, yeah. <laughs> what's his name? Um, uh, it's Where's America it? Gaspacho. <laughs> America, oh, uh, once America again, doesn't sweat because it's a cold soup. <laughs> Yeah, you gotta watch that a guy. A Nazi, Nazi engineered soup. A Nazi, a Nazi soupist. I mean, it's. What would you? Is I mean, it's it's really like a fruit slurry, right? Right. It's all tomato it based, isn't it? Yeah. It's like it's a, a thick Nazi. juice. It's a juice. Yeah. yeah. Chunky V eight. It's a yeah. It's a yeah. But just so refreshing, well, you know. Is that, all we, is that all we got tonight? 
Yeah, I think that's it. I think we did it. Oh, actually, Big City, I'm glad you're here. Oh, great. Because you're in New York City, and I am being recruited by Mm -hmm. mm, maybe a cult. Maybe a cult? Yeah, so I... Or specifically a cult. <laughs> yeah, I, I like I like I like to keep my algorithm on its toes, sure. so I you get ads good for that the most court? bizarre stuff that you can imagine. So mm-hmm. recently, I got an Instagram ad that that intrigued me for this. Um, so it's working. This group <laughs> called <me>. Galacticus. <laughs> that is G A. Basically, think of gaslight. Just get rid of the S. <laughs> So it's Galiticus. Galiticus. Okay. Oh. And is this Lord it's, Lord Thoth or Tahuti? Well, yeah, well, yeah, I mean as incarnated by Sri Gano Grills. And <laughs> here's the thing. This is what's great about this. I was like intrigued by this because it's like they're combining Buddhism, Taoism, mm-hmm. they're mm. combining um the Norse gods, mm. they're bringing in uh, ufology, and oh. not only that, theosophy. If you go back to our episode about the theosophical oh. origins of baseball, yeah, uh, when I talked about the ascended masters that Madame Blavatsky met up with, uh, <laughs> uh, that those are the same people that uh, Gano oh, Grills God. is in touch with. Sure. Um, also, JW, Jehovah's Witness. Well, yes. Is in there too. Yes, because Sri, Sri, uh, Sri Master Gano Grills, he is, he is Lord Thoth and Ganesh. Same thing, because Thoth in Egyptian mythology is represented oh, by wow. the ibis, which has that kind of like curved beak. And Ganesh is or Ganesha is the elephant god. So it's the oh. same representation. See the beak in the in the um, schnoz trunk. from the elephant? Yeah, trunk. Mm-hmm. That's what they call it. Schnoz. Um, <laughs> schnoz. I think that's the... I mean, I have some friends who work at the zoo, so I think that's... Yeah. Um, either Prison or. guards for animals. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he was sent to Earth on a divine mission to lead 144,000 souls to ascension. Mm-hmm. And I think he wants me to be oh, one yeah. of them. Sign now, he up. He is based much? in Staten Island. Oh. And I would love it if you could... Just roll over Maybe there. just show up, be my proxy... Oh, for yeah. one of his one of his seminars, but hey, here's the thing: not only is he in Staten Island, he's a Wu Tang Clan affiliate. Affiliate. He is. What makes I mean, one of Wu Tang Clan affiliate? He's friends. Just being from Staten Island. <laughs> he's yeah, friends I mean, with the Wu Tang Clan. <laughs> and not a firefighter. He's what? He he's friends with the Wu Tang Clan. So okay. the the whole clan. Yeah, so the RZA song, <laughs> Holocaust, uh, he says, have Wu-Tang tagged up on your tombstone by Gano. Gano started out as a graffiti artist in Staten Island. He grew up with RZA. Mm. He's known as like a legendary street artist. And he actually uh, designed the cover of um, 
Oh man, what one oh the saga continues, their twenty seventeen album. Oh. He's done the the logos for Method Man, Ghostface, Capadonna, Wu Wear. Um he's shown up in Wu Tang Clan videos, and now he's t- oh. communicating with Ascended Masters and leading his hundred and forty four thousand. And I've been learning a lot from him. That's interesting. Is it so well I mean like, and he's putting yeah. in effort, I appreciate that. <laughs> For example, did you know that the melanated race no, I do you didn't. know where they come from? The, who the wrote, melanated the race? race? The what? melanated race. Oh, yeah. sure. They come yeah. from Sirius B in Orion. Which, which one you is may that? Have, they're famous. Well, it's the they're famous for their beam ships. Left, right, or middle? Oh, uh, yeah. Mm, the beam yeah, ships. Yeah, I don't. I'm not sure about that. But yeah, uh, they also. Um, Sirius B. Hmm? Yeah, figure out where that is. He he can teach you how to turn a 24-hour day because he's in communication with the Time Lords. Um, Naturally. He can show you how to turn a 24-hour day into a 48 or even a 72-hour day so you can get 72. more done. 72? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, so he's got the secret to daylight savings. Yeah, he's saving all that daylight. Yeah. Daylight mastery. Sirius B is the right one. It, okay. <laughs> The right one. It's the one on the right. Yeah, I mean, left, Peter middle, Pan. right. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's. He also he was in Oz, the show Oz. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, he was in the. He was in Shaft with Samuel L. Jackson. He's been in Sopranos. Sure, sure. Um, he uh, has been in contact. He actually met Michael Jackson in person uh, while he was still here on the Earth, but since then. He has been in communication with him in his meditation sessions, and Michael has told him that he wants uh, Sri Gano uh, Grills to let the world know that he was murdered. Right. Oh, okay. Um, Wait, didn't we know that, though? I mean, most of us were were suspecting that. I would say that's probably the majority opinion. Wasn't that a fentanyl situation? Huh? Yeah, but this doctor alleged that Michael shot himself up while he was out of the room. Well, I would, too, if I was that doctor. Yeah, well, his word against the dead guys. Yeah, pretty good defense. (laughs) But, yeah, the other witness is dead. All kinds of good stuff that that he is. I mean, he was one of the things that I thought was fascinating. You know, are you familiar with uh, mukbang? Where people, it's kind of like ASMR, but like eating. It's just basically like you relax by watching people eat and chew their food. Oh, oh. that sounds like a nightmare. That yeah. sounds terrible. That it's a popular like, thing on YouTube. That sounds like something other than ASMR. Yeah. Watching slash hearing people eat makes me think that uh, my reaction to people sometimes makes me think I'm on the spectrum. Because I mean, you that's realize how much that, it, that how much it messes with me. But you realize yeah. what our KFC champagne episode was. We did oh, yeah, a mukbang. But, yeah, you guys mukbang. Oh, the, oh, the okay. Yeah. Hey, so you're a mukbanger. I didn't have to listen to it. <laughs> yeah, well, okay, yeah, that's true. Yeah, are you a mukbanger uh, if you listen or if you do it or if you're doing the eating? Yeah. Where's the ownership there? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's a good point. <laughs> I would say you're a mukbanger if you make Yeah, I think you're the mukbanger. I think you're the yeah. eating, the one doing the eating is the... Yeah. On the mukbang. Yeah, everyone else is just getting mukbanged. <laughs> <laughs> everyone else is just a freak. 
Yeah, that one does feel a bit more on the uh, fetish end of the spectrum rather than the whatever is the other side of that spectrum. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Normie. But yeah, according to Strigano, if you're a <laughs> hey, do what you muck, want. muckbangers and competitive eaters, it's actually the reason why they're eating so much is because they're actually a host to uh, hungry soldiers who died violently in battle. So what? muckbangers, yeah, muckbangers and competitive Ooh. eaters are all hosts for uh, many battalions. That's why they can eat far beyond their size and don't gain any weight. Did they have to die hungry? Hmm. Like were yeah, the soldiers only hungry, the hungry when, so- at yeah, the moment of death the hungry they were hungry? Soldiers. Yeah, only the hungry soldiers. Apparently. This would be okay. interesting to ask that congressman from Minnesota that I saw online today say that he's never met a constituent that was ever hungry. That he basically doesn't believe people are hungry. When he voted against free school lunch. <laughs> I have some things I can say about that guy, but I won't, I'm going to yeah. not. That's pretty I've cool. never met anyone that's hungry. And then another comment was, well, it's not like school lunch costs that much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> These are Damn. the people in Boy. charge. Logic is a hell of a thing, isn't it? Lock and load. So, anyway... <laughs> Anyway. I just I, I feel honored that he says few are chosen and they're obviously yeah. advertising to me on Instagram and I feel like as a person who's susceptible yeah. to cults uh, I mean if, I just if I, can I be want honest. you to feel things out because the starting price for his student program is five thousand dollars. Ooh. The initiate program is seven thousand, <laughs> and the Balder Kronos program is twelve thousand. Well, that's um, cool. He gave the most expensive one the coolest name. I yeah, know. Well, there you go. Marketing. Now, I Rowdy, say, would you say? Oh, go ahead, guys. Well, I was just going to say, if I were choosing one hundred and forty-four thousand to ascend, mm-hmm. Rowdy, I would definitely pick you to ascend with. Thank me. you. And I mean, obviously, Reed, I'd pick you too. But like, well, thanks. Um, but yeah, so you are a very ascendable person. Decline, respectfully decline. Yeah, and I would respect <laughs> that decision. <laughs> I bet I, the, the commissioner's a big uh, Wu-Tang fan. Mm-hmm. I yeah. bet I could get the, maybe the commissioner would be willing to. How come he didn't go with us to see Wu-Tang if he's such a fan? Uh, he was in Arizona, I believe. Disney. Uh, I think he, he was, he was probably out just cussing up a Arizona storm Disney. in some theme park. Yeah. Now, Rowdy, would you say that you're susceptible to cults or that just, you're just, I just really? I, I mean, because I, be, I don't I don't see I don't wanna, you ever joining be, a cult. Yeah, I just don't want to be last picked, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you want to have all your options. Yeah. So you're not left holding the bag. No, that makes right. sense. Yeah. But the thing is, like a lot of people would say, and that's the thing. It's like I say I say cult in, you know, you know, my quote quote marks that no one can see that because this isn't a video podcast unfortunately but yeah. quote marks thing is a lot of people <laughs> might say that but Sri Gano like yeah okay I'm gonna pay $12,000 for the you know Balder Kronos level class program whatever mm-hmm. but he's also giving me opportunities to make money because I can also become a distributor of ancestor money and 5G protection medallions Oh, yeah. so this is a well, you got to spend money to make money scheme. anyway. Yeah. So, like, that. if I pay, I can get an ancestor money distro bundle 
for up to 75% <laughs> off. So I can get for $487. Distro cents, oh, man. I can this, get a full set of, great of ancestor money. This is this and episode has already been hijacked. Yeah, I know. Rowdy and brought his box cutter. He's the captain now. Yeah, <laughs> and the thing is, I, yeah, you, you're right. You got to spend money to make money. So I spend, yeah. I spend the money. I start distributing ancestor money. Yeah. And do you guys know what ancestor money is? Yeah, sure. Okay, mm-hmm. like, so hopefully you, you guys us? are. Well, so does it it's matter? Like if we dad know? bucks. Uh, you guys just didn't burst out of thin air, right? You have ancestors, right? Sure. Yeah. How are your yeah. ancestors? How are your ancestors paying their rent? Right now. How are they? How are they? How are they, how are your ancestors making well, their car payments right now? They don't have cars. Ah. My ans- most of my ancestors are in jars. Yeah. See, that's what you think, but your ancestors oh. actually are in the spiritual world. And the thing is, if you Classic want them to yeah. have some financial freedom in the next life, what you need to be doing is buying ancestor money. This is actually something in like Chinese culture that's actually pretty common. Um, but. What, uh, is this like stocking up people's tombs in Egypt with all the stuff they're going to take to the afterworld with them? I mean, yeah, yeah, kind of like prison like that. commissary yeah. sort of system we have here. I mean, first of all, if, like if there's an afterlife where I got to pay rent and b- buy a car, yeah. I'm good with just going dark. <laughs> yeah, just lights out, please and thank you. Yeah, I'm cool. Yeah. One spin Don't was enough. It. Thank you. <laughs> Well, I mean, if you buy your ancestor money, it, it's not a problem, though. If you buy it, like like I said, I can get this for 75% off, and I can sell it to you for just a slight markup, and <laughs> you can you can get... Interdimensional uh, capitalism. Yeah, I mean, you could... Yeah. Well, it depends on what you're looking for, because I could get you, for example, the 48-nonillion uh, pound note. That's nicknamed the Nanillion? Nanillion. I could get you the 844 uh, duodecillion pound note. What if I just want my uh, ancestors to like ride bikes and not drive a car? Yeah, walk like, around, cheaper? Grandpa. Okay, then you want the you want the Buddha. That's the one hundred. Or is there like Google a skateboard I can just send them? That would be easier. Something cheaper. Uh, we'll and more we'll efficient. have to talk off air because I've got God, I've got. Thank you. Thing oh, is, I've got do. I've okay. got what you yeah. need. I've got what you need. Let me. Yeah, I just want to read over the documentation. I think uh, the, the literature that you have, and I think yeah. I think it sounds like you're making some sense. Right. I mean, if you're looking to repair ancestral drainage, that's only seven billion. <laughs> that's. You got your ancestral free. drainage right here. Yeah. Uh, well, that's that's good to know. Yeah. You can't be too prepared, right? That, what stage in life do you think these ancestors are? What's that? <laughs> what stage in life, in their next life, do you think these ancestors are? If they oh, got car like, payments, they're paying rent. They got to be somewhat adults, well, right? They're working too. They're working too. But the thing is, it's like yeah, a lot of data entry. Them, it's like, um, I mean, it could be. So this isn't some kind of like uh, heaven type experience. This is just afterlife, which is just another life. Right. That's very similar yeah. to our current life, just except else. like a lot of the Different things that we, that we find, like, for example, computers, chess, 
those are all things that computers and chess okay. have let dip into our realm. So we're only getting a taste of so what our ancestors are more advanced. Yes, but they rely on us for money, currency. Yes. Well, and the thing is, you buy it. Here's the thing. You buy the money and you burn it. That's how it gets to them when you burn it. And then you buy more of the money from me. I saw Benny Hinn do this on TBN 20 years ago. Yeah. All right. All the prayer requests on a pallet lit on fire and the smoke was the ascension to heaven. And all the prayers were going up to God via the smoke. Did he have candles? Uh, one more time. Yeah. Candles. Candles. Well, it's candles, but we spell it capital K, capital A, N D dash, capital E, capital L, S. We I like it. how he's already using we. Because yeah. like ka, ka is like the spirit, and L is for God. That's how we, so we spell can it. Combine those, and we can basically make candles. For only six hundred twenty dollars, you can get all eighteen of the super candles. Rowdy, you should have gone down to Wilmore, Kentucky during that revival and gotten some recruits. They were already in a religious fervor. They didn't know what the hell was going on. You could have gotten so many people. Yeah. Oh, man. I could have sold sell, so You much. could be selling your own oh, yeah. items. You could have already You could have already been like, uh, you know, several levels up into the Thetans or whatever. Oh, man. Well, anyway... But big city. They're in Staten Island. Is that far from you? Oh, right. That's what we were. That's why I was involved. Uh, yeah. It's as the bird flies. It's not terribly far. It takes a little while to get there, but okay. you just got to go birds. in the city. Take the ferry. Forgot about my bird story. We got side. Oh yeah, tell the birds. Yeah, let's talk about something. Anything else? <laughs> All right, real quick. I had a that's hawk soar across, soar across the road in front of me at like headlight hood grill height, just like zip right across. In front of me, I'm pretty. It was a means? small. Ho- what are the small hawks, Rowdy? Peregrine falcons or what? Mm, that, no, that's a falcon. Talking hawks here. <laughs> Is it baby hawks? Like a Cooper hawk or a sharp shin? Adolescent. Uh, it hawk? was a. It was a smaller hawk. More interestingly, though, I was standing outside the other day, and there was like an open <laughs> lot across from me. <laughs> And I was just standing there watching these robins walk around, and within five minutes, there were 13 robins on the ground in, like, what? a 500-square-foot area, just, like, walking around, chilling, just looking chilling. for food. It was after that snowstorm we had on uh, whatever day that was. Monday? Yeah. Sunday? Yeah. Whatever day what I woke up, and means? there was, like, six inches of snow on the ground, and I didn't even know it was supposed Sounds to terrible. snow. Hmm. But it was one of those really nice snows where it was stuck to the trees and everything was covered in snow, uh, and then it was gone by the like. afternoon. Oh, that's nice. That's it's, the best kind. It was, it was a Thomas Kincaid snow, <laughs> if you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. You know, real nice. But those were my two quick bird stories. Uh, that's cool. Bird of prey, chasing something, about clipped him, about sent him to, about had to send him some ancestor bucks. <laughs> and then uh, 13 American Robins all in the same place, just chilling. That's cool. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. Like hey, Rowdy. Birds hanging out. Oh, do it. How about some sports? Hey. Oh, hey, how about it? Um, <laughs> Jesus. Have you heard about this uh, tourney? 
<laughs> attorney set. Who's yeah, the attorney? Man. We're talking. What what attorney are we talking about? Uh, Vom Wamsley and Keller and Keller. Zaki Ali. Zaki Ali. <laughs> yep. Uh, the, uh, this is, this is going to be great. I know Snoop won't listen to this, so it doesn't matter, but I do like that he's missing the, uh, preamble to the tournament, which is his favorite. Maybe that's why he's not on the night. He's watching those dumbass play-in games tonight. I bet you that's what it is. That's the conspiracy (laughs) we're going with. Too busy watching the play-in games. Um, but the, the brackets are set. By the way, we do have a sports, sports, sports bracket up off on ESPN. Go to our Facebook page. Uh, hopefully, Snoop will remember to put it in the show notes. You've got to sign up by noon today. Um, yep. So we've already got quite a few people in there, most of anyone that we know that has actually ever listened to the pod, and a couple who have admittedly <laughs> never listened to the pod are even on there. So... Um, yeah, get in there. Number one seeds, guys. Well, so let me see if they, I can get this. What do they do to do what? this, though? Like, what's the easiest way to do this? Uh, it, the link's on our Facebook page, and hopefully Snoop will put okay. the link in our show notes. What about Instagram? It's not on Instagram, yet, active. but we could. We're the we most com- active on Instagram. Well, if you post well, it tonight, I'm, it'll be there when everyone's listening. So check their Instagram for, yeah. the po- for the that's link. That's a good point. You brought up... the. You're you're basically a time lord yourself. Yeah, man. I said tips. today when I was announcing it because I you even did. though it's Wednesday okay. and I right. meant Thursday. Yeah. Provided you listen to thirty plus minutes of this podcast before noon. Yeah, we'll <laughs> get the cult talk through. Get through with the cult talk. Okay, number one seeds. Let me see if I can remember this off the top of my head here, Big City. Well, I'm sure you got number uh, one overall. Well, Purdue, Alabama. Uh, Kansas, and oof, lower right can't remember, or upper right. The big Houston? city. Yep, you got no, it. Houston's two. No, no Houston's, Houston's one. You got it. Okay, you got it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, Alabama, Purdue, Kansas, and Houston with Alabama nabbing the overall number one. Oh, word? I seed. didn't even hear that. They, Roll Tide. Yeah, they're like the official number one seed, which is very frustrating to hear when you get out of football season and you're excited about basketball season. <laughs> and you're like, oh, there's so many teams and like anything can happen in like number one Alabama. Like I hear that all year. Why do I need what to hear seeds, it now? What seeds Notre Dame in the NIT? <laughs> in the NIT that I don't know that they got into. <laughs> I mean, Notre Dame's not a basketball school. It's fine. I mean, they're, uh, I guess, a football school. But, um, yeah, Alabama, I think that was kind of the the surprise all year. I mean, Bama's been doing better in basketball. But, like, to to make that leap, have that issue with the whole gun situation and that that in the middle of the season and still come out, I think it's pretty interesting. Um, But, yeah, it is the best time of the year for basketball. The time to start is. watching college basketball. It is time sure. to start watching. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, interestingly enough, Rowdy, of those four top seeds, only one is blue. Huh. Really? Oh yeah. The Jayhawks. Huh. Who claim they, they in, who claim they invented basketball? Kansas. What? Yeah, remember our the coach Naismith and all that. And they started yeah. basketball with the peach baskets and all that. They're number one. 
in their region. Wait, the, the Kansas Jayhawks. Uh -huh. Yeah, Rock Chalk Jayhawks. I thought Naismith was in. Okay, see, now I'm getting this confused with maybe Coop. Okay, I'm thinking Cooperstown. That's baseball. That's a different thing. But it's not, it's not really, as you know if you listen to this podcast, that's the legend. But, okay, so Naismith <laughs> was in Kansas. Yeah. No. Mm -hmm. Uh-uh. Here we go. 1891, he brought the first game of basketball. Basketball was played in Springfield, Massachusetts. In 1898, he brought the sport to Kansas. Right. And he's he's, he's, he's the one bringing the sports everywhere, so he gets, he counts. And, and it's kind of like it's it's like Lincoln's birthplace. Three places okay. claim basketball. Yeah. He's like the so he's like the apostle of basketball, and Kansas is like if Springfield, Massachusetts is like Jerusalem, oh, Kansas man. is like Rome. So the basketball. Oh, that's kind of interesting. I'd say the seat the seat of the popes is in basketball popes is in Kansas. The whole allegedly. Seat. Yeah, one could say that. One could say yeah, that. I said it. <laughs> yeah. Well, what Kansas both about it? both major Kansas universities, Kansas and Kansas State, are in. Correct. Kansas State's in there at like a seven or yep. eight. Kansas State's in there as well. Yeah. And that's then true. Indiana has two teams in Indiana and Purdue. I have yep. I have the Hoosiers going way too far. I have yeah, them going. That's that's three, probably true. Two, or winning two, losing to Houston, but we'll see. I did make some last minute changes tonight. I uh, went back and some. I'm glad I went back and looked too because I had uh, Oral Roberts beating Duke. What's the matter? It, it was with like you? it was you like a, clearly that. a click a click air because I yeah. was like, what is that? Because I I went back to look at Duke because I was like, Duke's won like 18 straight. I probably have yeah. I probably shorted them. So I should probably extend them. And then I realized I had them losing in the first round. Anyway, do the bracket. We'll see what's crack-a-lacking. Who's your yeah. final four, uh, Big City? As of this moment, I haven't hit submit yet, but I've got Purdue. Okay. Mm -hmm. I've got Arizona. Yikes. I've got... I see what you did there. Texas and UCLA. So a bunch of two seeds. Um, so the and this is the problem. I... I I don't care about Alabama basketball, but my brain is I mean, wired to not pick them to win, right? So yeah. even though I think they probably will win, I, I ended up picking Arizona, which who's had a decent year, so whatever. They've had a really but good year. There's a lot year. of strong two seeds, I feel like, this year. So I agree. I have I have two ones and two twos in my final four. I have Bama, Purdue, UCLA, and um, who's the other two you just said coming out of there? Texas. Texas, yep, Texas, yeah. Longhorns. And you got Bama have, all the way. Obviously. I have Bama UCLA in the final. Roll game. Tide. Hmm. Roll Tide. Yeah, I think I have Purdue winning it all just because if it's if it's gonna happen, I hope it's they do this year. Yeah. Yeah. I hope they do. I, I used I've to just, not pick Purdue in the tournament because they would always yep. disappoint me. So, Chronic disappointment we'll with Indiana teams, except that those two years. Yeah. That one those time two was years, real nice. Where the Bulldogs got real, real close. Uh, that was I mean great. as close as you can get. Damn yeah. buzzer beater. Literally. Literally. But yeah, that's um, exciting. Fill out a bracket. Get involved. So I, I have not filled out a bracket, but here's what I'm going to do. Okay. Fill one out. Chat GPT it. Called, there's someone who filled out a bracket called Boxing Kangaroo. Yep. I don't Shout know who out. that is. I don't either. And so I'm going to, I'm going to say 
whoever that is, I'm going to place my fate in their hands. I so will you're accept, boxing kangaroo. I will. I. I, I will. I will. Um, what if they want to accept it? Well, <laughs> yeah. Why are you criminating on them? They're gonna, they're, no, if, if they win, they're going to get all the prize money. <laughs> How much prize money? Which is, is totaled uh, up to what now? Disclaimer: There is no money. Oh, okay. what, well, not even like for the, my ancestors. They're going to get the ancestor glory. money. Yes, ancestor money for sure. Yeah. Okay. They're going to get yeah. the. Yeah. They're going to get the money, which is certified by the Bank of Heaven. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not in, Silicon wait, Valley wait, Bank. Wait, which heaven? The FDIC like, one. What? The heaven. The real Just one. The, the one heaven. The real one. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm 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 putting myself. I, I am aligning myself with them, so their okay. fate is my fate. That's cool. But they're but they're gonna well, get. They can, like you said, they can receive the glory. <laughs> I just want to bask in that. Okay. Okay. If if the, if they achieve that, so. So I'm I'm gonna be I'm gonna, I'm with boxing kangaroo whatever they pick I don't know who they picked. Yeah. I like the name. All right. Pretty solid. Uh, minimal effort. You guys want to talk a uh, different sport, though? Basketball, pretty boring, right? That's what everybody's saying. Let's talk NFL. <laughs> NFL free agency. Let's talk Aaron Rodgers, who is out of his darkness retreat. Out of the darkness. Yeah. His, Into the light. He, he's, left his, he's left his cabin, which our buddy Sean sent me a video of uh, the, the actual cabin that he stayed in. It looks... Pretty crappy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but so, but you can't see while you're there, so it's like right. yeah, right. It doesn't really matter. Decor is not really on the uh, front burner. Did he there. emerge with food all over his face because he couldn't find his mouth? <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. Because <laughs> if you can't oh, see, God. how do you eat? So according to colleague Pat McAfee, uh, who mm. had Aaron Rodgers on his show today, Aaron Rodgers spent quote part of five days end quote in the darkness. So what I'm getting from that is he what? went in he went in on the first day, stayed in three days, came out on the fifth day, even though it was earlier reported that he only lasted two days. He could um, cut it. I spend part of every could, day in the darkness. He got, it, he got in there and couldn't live with himself. He didn't like what he saw. Yeah. You know, I like Aaron. I, let, me, let me say it this way. I liked Aaron Rodgers, but this whole off-season free agency thing is killing it for me. Yeah. It is too much. Okay, first of all, he said before he went into the dark hole, he was 90-10 going to retire. Right. And then when he comes out, he decides he's going to be a jet to just, I guess, further the um, the uh, look that he is, in fact, Brett Favre Jr. Yeah. Because isn't that the first team Favre went to was the Jets and then to the, then to the Vikings? Or was it the I other way so. around? I can't remember, but either way, I mean, I think it's, yeah. it's still like going to the team, like following, like be, becoming the guy that replaces him and then going to a team he also played for just right. seems kind of lame when you have every option ahead of you. If you I want. mean, yeah. Are the Jets going to be competitive? I don't know. I, I mean, they 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 have a decent defense, the, don't they? Yeah. And the quarterback play was the worst part of their Without doubt, their team this year, right? Like, so I guess that makes sense. And he's made all these, uh, like, if I'm going to sign with the Jets, I'd want them to also sign these players in free agency. 
Yeah, he had a wish list. Wish. Yeah, so and he got Which Valdez they've already, Scantling. They've already done one. Or yeah. not Valdez Scantling, but uh, uh, Lazard. Lazard, Alan Lazard. Yeah. Okay, as a New Yorker, yeah, is this Green Bay BS? This moody Northern California hippie dippy bullcrap gonna play in Jersey? I don't know. It, I mean, it seems like he's going to. So he's good enough to where people won't really care. Like, if you're a Jets fan. Yeah, he's fan, proven himself. If you are a Jets fan, you have had a bad time for a while. Yeah. Like, mm. The last successful quarterback was Mark Sanchez. <laughs> well, I mean, right? ultimately, it was like Joe Namath, right? Well, right. But, like, yeah. yeah. That, I think that's kind of the thing. Every, anytime. The Jets have an opportunity to get a good player. They get really excited because they just are used to having yeah. bad players and being a bad team. Or yes, Chad Pennington. Shout oh, out yeah. To Marshall. Can't forget Chad. Uh, yep. Thundering but, uh But yeah, so I think people will be excited about it. I don't know how he's going to fare with like having to deal with all of the stuff and the like. The media, man. The media, the con- like the constant media. Although, I, I don't know. It, it also seems like. He wants to be this person who is not in the media, but he is voluntarily talks to the media every week in Pat McAfee, right? Like, right. And the last, what, three off seasons, it's been all about him nonstop. Yeah. yeah. Like, mm-hmm. and that's, that's what I, I'm, I've so grown I think he weary craves of that. It. Yeah. Yeah. I think he craves it, but I don't think he'll I agree. come off any better in it. I mean, he literally, I listened to maybe 30 minutes of it today on the Pat McAfee show and he he said at least three times that they drafted his replacement. That happened three years ago, dude. And you sat yeah. behind Brett Favre for four years. So it's like, right. what? I mean, like, dude, what are they get supposed over to it. Do? Yeah. Yeah. Like, you're getting older. That's the whole point of getting a right. replacement at some point. And, and then, of course, you know, he had to mention that he had won two MVPs after they drafted uh Jordan Love and all. Mm-hmm. it's like yeah dude nobody says you're not good you're just kind of a pain in the ass those yeah. are two different things you know yeah how many rings has he won since then though right what who'd they beat zero, the Stillers I, I think in, they oh, beat the Stillers in the Super Bowl that it was Cowers last Super Bowl uh, or Tomlin's yeah. first I think it was Cowers last but yeah, I mean, he he's awesome. He's a great player. Yeah. He's a Hall of Famer. But I sure. mean, man, this this whole like off-season storyline getting old. What's next, Rally? Yeah. Let's not perpetuate our own complaints. All right. uh, Matt <laughs> no, Ryan. Gonna be like, and Matt, another Matt reason I hate this guy. <laughs> Stephon, uh, Matt Stephon Ryan Gilmore. Yeah, that's Matt Ryan, Stephon uh, Gilmore. Is Stephon Gilmore, is that uh uh uh, is that Steve uh, Steve Gilmer? Is that like Steve Gilmer, Hall of Fame nerd? But when he goes into his special machine, he comes out and he's Stefan Gilmore. I was just like a, a an Urkel situation. This is an Urkel situation. <laughs> oh, okay. I was trying to I was trying to follow yeah, without Steve asking Gilmer. questions. Yeah. Big uh, nerd, super nerd. Well, it is kind just of... Just irritates his neighbor. Yeah. To no right. end. Carl. Wants to date his daughter. Mm-hmm. Laura. But Stefan Gilmore. Tell me about this guy. <laughs> well, uh, I heard Stefan Gilmore was a cornerback for the Patriots and then the Colts last year. Maybe two years yeah. he's been with Indy? 
At least one, if not two. Yeah, yeah. South Carolina Gamecock. Uh, great corner, but I heard an interesting point uh, the other night during one of my YouTube deep dives that um, don't ever take a cornerback that Bill Belichick lets walk. I thought that's kind of interesting because most people in the NFL think Bill Belichick's one of the top guys in terms of evaluating talent, especially since he's, what, the only coach general manager in the NFL. Uh, I see, I see. Yeah. Um, Okay. So, I mean, he played all right for Indy. He got burned a couple times, uh, too. He's not Daryl Rivas or, you know, somebody like that. But so he's gone. But more importantly, I think they let him walk. I don't know if he's signed anywhere yet. More importantly, though, the Colts got rid of Matt Ryan. Where are we at with that? As the Colts fan on the on the channel here, Big City, where are we at with it? Yeah, well, it was it was inevitable. I think it was it was like, again, as it has been for the last, what, three, four years, it was an experiment that didn't pan out. And we the the Colts kind of like they had this mindset that they were just a quarterback away for however long and realized last year that they were not. They were actually a lot of other stuff. And I think also like uh, I don't know if you build a team and then just think you're one piece away and that one piece doesn't work. The rest of the team just kind of is like, well, all right, great. So what are we going to do for the entire year? And it's play like garbage. So, right. yeah, I have no problem with getting rid of Matt Ryan. I mean, clearly the Colts are looking to the draft to get their next whoever. All they are um, is a quarterback away now with the top four pick. <laughs> yeah, which which with Carolina jumping up and getting the top spot, like that makes that a Changes little weirder Changes everything. Now. Yep, changed everything. Because, like, obviously the Texans are going to take somebody. Obviously the Panthers are going to take somebody, even though, like, they, what, paid, uh, they gave all this stuff away to get the first pick and then said, well, we might trade back, which is just the the silliest thing. Um, And the Bears are probably going to take Will Anderson, don't you think? Will Anderson? Will Anderson, Uh, probably. I mean, they're They're the best defensive player on the board. They don't need a quarterback, or do they? Uh, well, I, I think there's still time to. I mean, I, I don't love Justin Fields because he's a poison nut, right? I agree, he seemed, but he had a he had a hell of a year. Yeah, he seems okay, and like it seems yeah. like there's an opportunity for him to be okay. So like maybe try to like develop the quarterback because just drafting another person is not a guarantee. And I think that's, that's kind right. of the thing like that people are kind of learning that you can draft someone who looked good. And then they aren't good. So if they're okay, try to make right. them better, and see right. what happens. Right. Because like, who's the next know, on that? Li- who's the next uh, on that list? We're talking list? a guy named Zeke, the old prospector, oh, Zeke Elliott. This, this one warmed my heart. Yeah. yeah. I have a feeling uh, it the would. poison nut Ezekiel Elliott has been released by the Dallas Cowboys after seven seasons, two of which he was the rushing king of the year, uh, because they hit Tony Pollard, their other back, their number two back for at least the first half of the season uh, with the franchise tag. So they're letting Zeke walk. Mm. Yeah. Uh, which is, I mean, somebody will pick him up, but he's well on his way out of the league, I would think. I'd be shocked if he played for another three years. Well, he's already, like, what, doubled the amount of time like running backs usually spend in the league in the first place? Yes. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's it's players like Zeke, though, that, like, kind of, like, uh, 
highlight the passing of time via the yeah. NFL because like we remember when he was we remember him as a college player, remember him being drafted, and then now it's like oh he's released. Well, he's gotten old and ineffective, and Pollard was much more effective anyway. So it, oh, that kind of sure. also made sense. But um, uh, yeah, national champion nut, correct? Yeah. They beat uh, well. They beat Bama in the first round of the playoffs that year. I remember, and I don't remember who they beat for the title that year. Uh, let's see, twenty fourteen. That had been. Clemson, Florida State, Auburn era. Uh, I think they beat uh, Oregon. Oregon. Yep. There it is. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So that's wild. It's it's also wild because he's like him and and uh, Dak have been sort of like the cornerstone players of that team for the for the longest while. So it's interesting to see that start to change. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, I, f- I figured you might enjoy seeing that happen. And we got. Well. He's got he's got his golf ball business. What in his Keith cheeks? Elliott. It's called Encore Golf. He's he a, really has a golf golf ball he's business. A, he's a he's at least a shareholder in Encore Golf Technology Incorporated. Okay. Based out of Buffalo. Yeah. Buffalo. Who's next on that list, Rowdy? All right, uh, Jimmy G to Vegas. Oh, man, big time. Okay, so it yeah. the cat's out of the bag now, huh? Uh, Las Vegas is New England in the desert, or yeah. it's quickly becoming that. I mean, uh, homeboy, who's the guy that fouled out on the Colts? The coach? McDaniels. McDaniels. Uh, former New England assistant, took the Colts job, quit the Colts Visor job. Wearer. Visor, yeah, big visor, dude, which is uh, strike three. But uh, <laughs> uh, went out to Vegas, got rid of Carr, is bringing in um, Patriots and former Belichick system people left and right, coaches and players. So he got him Jimmy G out of San Francisco that knows the New England system. Had a good year hmm. uh, backing yeah. up Brady that year he played and, and has been a decent player when he's healthy. Went to a Super Bowl, let's yeah. not forget. I kind of root for Jimmy G to do well. I kind of do too. You know, like uh, I don't know Handsome why because he's a patriot, and I don't yeah. like that. But I, yeah, I feel like he seems like a pleasant person. So like, yeah. do well. Kind of seems like he's got a personality of a tree stump. But other than that, <laughs> I mean, a nice guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's going to be interesting to watch what McDaniel's does out there in the desert. They did tag Josh Jacobs, which annoys me but <laughs> I mean he, he, his fifth they didn't pick up his fifth year option he leads the league in rushing and then they give him I mean yeah. which is still plenty of money for a, a one year tag what is it the average of the top five contracts yeah. or something but so he's probably getting what 16 17 mil this year yeah I mean it's still a lot of money to I do I think you're muted I can't yeah. hear you. I can't you hear you yourself, guys. Buddy, we can't yeah. hear you. Hey, hit the mute button. Oh, there he says. is. That's on me. There he is. Hey, he guys. got excited. It's all right. Actually, it probably wouldn't be that much money, would it, for a running back? You don't need twelve or fourteen million dollars for a year's worth of work. Yeah. Not no, bad I'm, at I'm all. speaking in general. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what the but tag yeah, is. That's going to be interesting. Any more on that list, uh, Rowdy? Here, I'll look. You got to go do something. Uh, D Hop, Jerry Judy. <laughs> oh yeah. Do something. Now we're well. He started to get up, and I was like, "All right." Uh, so I just put D Hop and Jerry Judy on there because this is in the rumor mill, 
uh, I saw an interview with D Hop, Pat McAfee again, I think. D Hop was in his car. And uh, he certainly sounded like he was ready and willing to go anywhere else besides Arizona. Yeah. And I don't blame him. I mean, yeah, it doesn't seem like, especially, it's funny, especially once we got that, like, uh, that uh, report card. Yeah, they published for teams and they were near the bottom. Like it yeah. makes when when anyone leaves one of those bottom teams, it's like, oh yeah, why stay there? Like, right. Even if you didn't like, even if you did like the team, like everything else seems terrible. But like, yeah, it seems like they're constantly dealing with uh, Kyler. Right. Um, and what it doesn't you, seem like there's a way to have a lot of success out of there. Yeah, I, I don't know what else to expect from a Kyler. But (laughs) no offense to other Kylers, upstanding Kylers, of course. Are there upstanding Kylers? Uh, We may never know. The other rumor mill is Jerry Judy, uh, that there may be interest from New England. Uh, He may get out of Denver. Uh, That's another one where if I'm Jerry, yeah, I'll go anywhere, man. Mm. Get me out of this. I mean, like, uh, now Sean Payton will probably turn that around somewhat, but Sean Payton. It's just something about him I, that rubs me the wrong way. What do you that, think it is? Well, I'm going to start with his face. Oh, yeah. let me he's look, got let those me light blue face. alcoholic eyes. Yeah, I think he's a he's a, a thirst. I I would not be shocked at all if it came out that he was a functioning alcoholic. Oh, he does look like that. he has a thirst yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. He's got just this weird vibe to him that comes mm-hmm. through the television and computer screens at me, and he is a. Uh, <laughs> He's a cheater. He got suspended for a whole year for cheating. So I just never really had a whole lot of time for that. Was back when I was a Colts fan too, when they the onside kick thing killed me. Yeah, that was garbage. Two in the illegitimate Super Bowl, Super Bowl champion. <laughs> and and I don't really buy Sean Payton a whole lot because he's never won anything without Drew Brees. So yeah. uh, prove it to me, buddy. But just the whole Russell Wilson thing there. Uh, if Jerry could get out, that'd be awesome. If Jerry could get out and reunite with his college quarterback, it'd be even cooler. So I think that's an interesting thing. Like, cause that, that used to happen every now and again, but it seems right. like the last like three or four years, it has been a focal, like a, a point to try and get your, your college, the quarterback that you have recently out of college with a receiver they worked with in college. And it's also seemed to have worked really well. Well, particularly with the Alabama quarterbacks. Yeah, specifically with the Alabama quarterbacks, which yeah. I think is kind of interesting, would, would be an interesting thing if that was like an, uh, more of a concerted effort sort of moving forward. Right. So you got Jalen Hurts with Devontae Smith. Mm-hmm. You've got Tua with Jalen Waddell. You've mm-hmm. got potentially Mac Jones with Jerry Judy and potentially Bryce Young with um, John Mechie if he goes to Houston. Yeah. Well, and with, uh, what, Cincinnati, you've got Joe Burrow. Oh, yeah, and, that's right. You've got Joe Burrow uh, and uh, J.J. No, not yeah. J.J. Uh, Chase. Yeah. Chase. Jamar yeah. Chase. So, yeah. Jamar like, Chase, it, it, yeah. It's worked for all of those teams so far. Mm-hmm. So um, it'll be interesting to see if that sort of keep is a thing people try to keep doing. Yeah. Provided you get a, a, a good young quarterback, I guess. But, yeah, really but interesting. Lo- a lot of interesting thing going on here. Uh, first today was officially the first day of free agency, I believe. Yeah. 
Uh, so we had some signings and whatnot. We got Juju Smith-Schuster going to uh, New England, which uh, they can use all the talent they can get at. Uh... Oh, did you see where my boy Jacoby Brissett's going? No, where to? The Commandments. Oh, really? That dude uh, just can't. That dude Poor can't guy. catch a break with these just dismal organizations, <laughs> the man. The Colts, the Browns, the Commandments. It's like, the God, Patriots. give this guy a chance already. <laughs> Miami, when they sucked. Like, I mean, just, yeah. It's like, dude. All right, we're running out of time. What's next, Rowdy? Oh, uh, we got Tyree Kill. Tyree Kill is faster Still than you. Still faster than you. Yeah. yeah. Still, what do you run in that race? So Tyree Kill, uh, Rowdy, is a wide receiver for the Miami Dolphins, Super Bowl champion with the Kansas City Chiefs. He's the, they call him the Cheetah. He's the fastest guy in the NFL. And he proved wow. it when he went and ran the 60 meters at a, what was it called, like a master's track meter? Like it was older people, right? Right. It wasn't like people who are currently like right. in like USA track and field. Right. But he hadn't been on the track, I think, in like nine years or something, like run an actual like uh, organized event. And he ran the 60 meters. Do you have the time there by chance? Yeah, he ran at 29 years old. He ran the 60 meters in 6.7 seconds in the 25 to 29 age division. So I guess. So, yeah, it's it's still affiliated it's with USA age. track, but it's yeah, it's I USA see. track and field masters indoor championships. Um mm-hmm. Second place was seven seven point two seven seconds, so much faster than the, the person behind him. But I think the current best time is six point. It's both six isn't it? four. Oh no, this season six point four two, which obviously in track like tenths of a second is a big deal. Right. But like that's still pretty darn fast. The the person who's ran it fastest this year was 6.42, and he ran it in 6.7. And I don't think that guy is almost 30 years old who ran it 6.42. Right. So. I, I saw it yeah. superimposed with the uh, Usain Bolt Olympic one where he set the record or whatever, and I think Tyreek came in like fifth in that race. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, when guys are at their prime competing. In the, but still, I mean, they're not 29 years old either. And yeah. get tackled for a living. Yeah, I you know, say. I mean, and have been smushed. Right. <laughs> Ain't been smushed once. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's pretty, it's it was pretty impre- wild. I mean, I mean it, he smoked them. It was impressive. It's wild that, like, they don't put more of an effort to, like, sort of quantify the speed mm-hmm. in, like, official context. Because like, the same thing kind of happened with Chris Johnson, too. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. They wait until later and then run a slower speed that it's like I would have liked to see this before but he still has like the fastest uh, sp- the fastest uh, he was during an actual football game oh top can speed track your speed yeah, yeah and it's yeah. like 23 miles an hour or something <laughs> yeah. like that whoa <laughs> it's uh, 22 point something it's wild, yeah, it's wild. he wild. is fast yeah alright I think is that it is Did that we it? Do it I mean it can be do we do it I think we did. Well, I think if I mean if uh, I guess we did it, uh, <laughs> we could consider it done. So if we want to say that we're done, then I guess that was episode two eighty five. So if if so, then we did sports. As always, I want to thank <laughs> wow. the minister of sound, uh, Mikey, the junior minister of sound, Ralphie. Uh, we got Jet Belly Music, the commissioner, and uh, future. Uh, uh, 
Galitria, Galitria uh, fellow mm-hmm. acolyte, uh, yeah. Brandon Casburn, food editor, Dennis Chu, Sellerman Sean, and the honorary ball boy this week This is... one hurts my heart a little bit, but I'm going to make him the ball boy, even though he's going to a team that I don't want to root for. The best personality in the NFL, Jamal Williams, running back formerly of the Detroit Lions, either tied or broke Barry Sanders' single-season touchdown record in Detroit this past season, has been uh, moved to the Nolan Saints on a three-year deal. So he's going to be rushing down there in the Big Easy, which hurts my heart because I liked watching Detroit this year. They're on the come, and he is by far, I think, the best personality in football. Yeah, it, that was kind of surprising. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. De- Detroit was really like they were a lot more fun this year. It seemed like they were leaning into being fun. Right. And then to get rid of the person that seems like the most fun is kind of a bummer. It but is. But Jamal, I'll best. still be rooting for you down there in the Big Easy. With playing as Pokemon, Derek Carr and his guy liner. Emo Derek Carr. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, don't forget to rate us and subscribe. New episodes will be there every Thursday where we will ask. How about some sports? How about it? Yeah.